0: Welcome to the Televerse, Streaming in Place, Lucifer. Hello everybody and welcome back to Streaming in Place. Today we are finishing our journey, for now, with Lucifer. We are talking about Lucifer Season 5 and reflecting back on this first half of the the season and we'll hear thoughts from everybody who's hanging in the zoom as well uh today but first we're gonna kick things off with of course our our friend of the show uh and uh noted lucifer expert latoya ferguson latoya how was it revisiting this half season and obviously like you know now you you aren't up all night writing reviews so hopefully that helps i how was reflecting back on this season ben
1: well, I mean, it's it's weird because like with the other seasons, obviously, I they were in the past. I'd already watched them fully, was rewatching. So like so far, I the only rewatches I've really done of the season have been podcast slash work related. So I still need to do a full rewatch just for me, mm-hmm. just for my pleasure. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a solid season. Uh, I know a lot of hyping up the season, of course, because it was supposed to be the last one, and. It, uh, I, even without that there's still a lot of big things that happen in this uh it, it's weird to talk about it only having half of the season you know the context of that so it can, uh but i think still season four is like the season for me right now i don't think it surpassed that even with the the great stuff we have in this season
0: yeah it, it's uh, there's some really strong stuff in here but also it does very much it does very much feel like the half of a season that it is yeah um, do you have favorite moments favorite episode you know who's your favorite character this season we all know the worst character is Jed and pete eat. but Pete's the best <laughs> like no don't lean into that okay uh, so could you say that again kid i got distracted by no uh, that's cheated. fine yeah do you have a favorite episode a favorite moment uh, you know like where are you at like what stands out as you look back on this half season
1: uh, I think for favorite episodes it is a, a toss-up between the premiere really sad devil guy and uh, of course the noir episode it never ends well for the chicken. I think both of them are just excellent episodes of the series on fundamentally different ways too. Uh, really again one of the best parts of the Netflix season is the beginning to stretch their creativity and what they're able to do and they do it in very impressive ways and they do it in ways that it's clear like how much everyone involved cares about the show which is great to see um sorry Vince is farfing about Pete right now (laughs) (laughs) understandable Uh, yeah uh favorite character I will have to go with Maze, uh team Maze always uh she'll figure it out one day right
0: yeah no Fingers crossed. Um, one of my friends has started watching Lucifer uh, because of the seeing the posts about the podcast and going like, ah, that looks interesting. Uh, and she's in the middle or the, the end, towards the end of season three. And still enjoying it, though she also hates Lieutenant Bland. Um, and uh, her favorite character is Maze. So I was like, oh, if you're on board with Maze in season three, then you are golden. Just there's so much good stuff yet to come. So, yeah, Maze is, Maze is terrific. And, of course, there was a lot of good stuff for Brant to play this season. So, yeah, I hear you on that. Um, I think we can all agree, right? Blue Ball's worst episode of the season. Any lowlights? Anything you're hoping for in the second half?
1: Uh, like. Blue Pulse is just yeah, it's just terrible. Uh, Diablo it's just kind of underwhelming given everything you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: you would expect from an episode like that, especially from this show. Uh, looking forward to, of course, in the future, the musical episode. I'm especially with the way he's ended. I feel like that could explain how we're getting a musical episode. Mm-hmm. So, especially so
0: quick after because this isn't like the episode right after the premiere. Yeah, it's,
1: it's the second episode, I believe,
2: of part yeah. two.
0: Okay. That'll be very interesting. Um, well, Noel, I'm going to tag you in here now. How, how did you feel about this half season?
2: I liked it. Um, pretty well. Like I, I don't feel like I can compare it to any of the other seasons because it's not done.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, so I think that I like a lot of what they kind of set up. So I'm more so curious about what they're going to do in their back half. Um, see what Michael's is going to do in the back half if we're gonna get sort of a new antagonist in the process or if how much of a role God's going to play going forward uh so yeah i'm I liked most everything that they kind of set up, and I really liked how they ended up developing Chloe and uh, Lucifer's relationship, uh especially towards the end there after we got done with blue balls. um God that episode's just so bad. <laughs> bad
0: there was a lot of good stuff in um, it but yeah um, yeah no not
2: no great. no there's not don't defend it it's,
0: hey, it's okay hey hey two celestials a human and a baby and a, a jed is a good fun part of the episode it's yeah, not no, it's you true. know it's not the two celestials and a human and the baby's fault that jed is there
2: yeah that's that is that is super duper fair so um Yeah, it's just bad. Anyway, so um, I think like in terms of episodes, um, I mean, it's going to be just cliche, but I think we're all going to say it never ends well for the chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, um, Detective Amenadiel ended up being pretty solid, if only for like a DB Woodside showcase, um, which I really appreciated. Um, Yeah, so I'm really curious to see what happens in the back half. And I'm, of course, very excited for karaoke. Mm -hmm. So excited. For karaoke, um. But I'm worried about Dan still. I'm really worried about Dan. I need him to be okay. I agree with Latoya that Maze is like the best character right now, bar none. Um. So she's great. Um. And yeah, that's all I'm gonna
0: say. Okay, Allison, you're up. The season giveth and it taketh away because it gave us. Uh, every gets the. The buckets ready. It gave us Cherry Jane, but it also gave us bracelet bros. So how are you feeling about season 5.0?
3: You know, b- bracelet bros forever. I don't care what's on the whiteboard. Bracelet bros <laughs> live on in our hearts forever. It's it's inevitable. The bracelet bros always come back together somehow. They're they're drawn together by the power of the bracelets. <laughs> um I feel really good about this first half of the fifth season of Netflix's Mazikeen Smith Bounty Hunter, um, which is a show I really enjoy, um, about Mazikeen and her adventures, uh, and her, her, um, eccentric neighbor, uh, Lucifer Morningstar. Um, I- feel weird talking about low points this season, because obviously there were some, uh, but when I think about this and the way that we've talked about both season four and this first half of season five and compare it to how we felt about season three, it just like, I have a hard time jumping up and down on blue balls and not really, if it's really easy. It's not a very good episode, but <laughs> it's the Sorry. Contest... I, 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 giggled about jumping up. and Sorry. Well, I mean, I'm sure it would also be painful. Um, yeah. It's, The contrast is just so striking. Um, There are mistakes, there are missteps. There's um, uh, still a real issue with Ella as a human person who gets complex storylines. But uh, for the most part, it's just so much better, so much more surprising. um, And it feels so much more whole that it's hard to feel bad about the low points. Um, I, as far as my favorite episode of the season, um, will join the chorus in saying it never ends well for the chicken. Um, but because I suspect Kate will also be doing that. Uh, I also want to throw some love to really sad devil guy. Um, which of course answered the question who was the new king of hell. Uh, and it's a really sad, it's a really sad devil guy. Um, I, I think that. Premieres and finales are both really hard to do very well and easy to do well enough that you're then frustrated by all of the problems, right? Like, and that's, to, of course, that's not actually easy, but it's considerably easier than doing one incredibly well. And Lucifer has had some really strong episodes, it's had strong premieres, it's had strong finales, but this was the first premiere where I was like, oh, okay. This is just uniformly excellent. The cliffhanger at the end, I'm so glad I was unspoiled. The cliffhanger at the end is thrilling. The the place we need all of our characters and the ways in which they establish what's been going on in the gap we haven't seen them and the playfulness with the direction and the editing, it just is uniformly great. Um, So as much as I love It Never Ends Well for the Chicken, and that is my actual favorite. Uh, I want to also throw some shine on really sad devil
0: um any other things you're hoping for when the show comes back i can't wait for the karaoke
3: i look forward to the further adventures of Mazakine smith bounty hunter um and also i really like her quirky neighbor lucifer um i have to admit that since watching it i I sort of stumble more and more over, um, Chloe's, if you love me, please just say it thing, which is of course, incredibly human. I think a lot of us have probably been in that situation. Uh, but she's also a very saving, excusing that one engagement that will pretend never happened. She's a very level headed, thoughtful person. Um, and, and I think, that leap was a little bit hard for me, but I'm still very excited to see what comes next from that. I want to know what happened once time froze and God came to earth. Um, I can't wait to see uh, conversations that happen around that between Linda and Chloe and Linda and Dan and Dan and Chloe. And like, please just start the support group and then do a spinoff web series and I'll watch it always and forever. Mm -hmm. Um, But mostly I'm excited for karaoke. Mm -hmm.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. I, I did not. Re- I mean, I obviously, I have been a fan of Lucifer since I started watching it last year. I've, Latoya, you're the longest fan of this, you know, of any of us. Um, but I, I so I knew that it had a strong following. Um, but I did not realize just how big it's gotten for Netflix. Apparently, it had huge Netflix. I mean, if, as much as we can believe anything Netflix says. Yeah. <laughs> you know who knows that actually means but like apparently it's doing great for them right now it's been number 1 trending for like the past week um uh on the number one streamed whatever on Netflix if you can believe them um so that's that's exciting for me to see and i i mean anecdotally i've heard from several different people who are like you know in my twitter sphere who are finally starting to watch it now because of quarantine basically <laughs> and i do think it's such a great show for that uh for for you know there's a good level of substance and and spectacle and silliness. So I think it, it's been really fun to kind of go through the show with you guys and um have this, you know. We didn't always necessarily want the time that we that this gave us to think about it in season three, but like forcing you know ourselves to pace out the this season I think has been good and uh helped me appreciate some of the elements of it more and then Others, not so much. Uh, I will say we have not mentioned Lee, Mr. Uh, set Out Bitch. Uh, loved having all that time with him in the premiere. Uh, really appreciate it. I think for me, since everybody's already giving so much love to Maze, I'm going to pick Chloe as my favorite character of this half season. I think she's gotten so much to do. I really liked her episode of, you know, seeing through Michael almost immediately and messing with him. I really liked all of her like... Amenity, are you my dad? <laughs> and like, tell me, I have laser hands. Do I have laser hands? I have some There's sort of superpower, hands? right? You know, like it's been really like the, that kind of the show steering into that aspect of of the character and her like, okay, doesn't have a forked penis. That's good to know. Like, that's a handy thing for me to know. But still, a nice penis. <laughs> <laughs> Important that we specify. Um, yeah, there there was a lot of really good um, kind of like between. Like, like kind of thrown off little Chloe moments that I appreciated. Also got a shout out this season for its increased Trixie presence, which is nowhere near enough, but at least is more than what we were getting before. So, yeah, while it feels strange to be reflecting back on the show with such a, like, incomplete sense of the season this is a show that we've talked about before is really good at finales so there's always been a sense of closure and arrival and something to reflect back on when we got to a finale this isn't that um i i certainly have enjoyed this this half season and i look forward to what everyone else thinks of it so now we're going to throw it out to our listeners uh keenan thank you first of all loving the caftan you look fabulous as always
4: oh thank you Thank you.
0: Well, so, how did you feel about this half season of Lucifer? Because this is your first time. Like, were you watching with it with us, or did you like binge it all and then circle back when we talked about it?
4: No, I watched. I watched with you all, so this was my first time pacing it out, not sort of doing it on my own. And it was also, you know, first new Lucifer in a while. Um, my initial takeaway from this season, I you know, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings that will echo what a lot of people have already said. But one of them is that the show has just gotten stylish as hell. I mean, one of my initial complaints about it was, it was weirdly generic for some of the, things. I mean, the procedural element is, is not its strongest element. Um, the mysteries themselves aren't, are not always terribly compelling or interesting. Um, <laughs> bless their hearts. Absolutely bless them. um, But I do think that, you know, one of my complaints from the early seasons was like Maze is sort of generic sexy action, babe. And, um, the Lux was just the most boring example of demonic hedonism you could possibly imagine. It was just, I would not want to go to Lux. And this is the first season where I'm like, you know what? Lux looks kind of fun. I would go have a drink at Lux. I'll go to that rave. That looks dope. Um, and Maze, um, you know, her, looking at her style, everybody's style, I think, has been really, really nice. Although, shout out to Lucifer's perpetual red Louboutin uh, <laughs> shoes, oh, perfect, perfect design detail. Um, Maze just looks fantastic. Like the, she's still definitely section ac- sexy action babe, and I wouldn't have her any other way. But it's very specific to Maze, and they are interesting costumes, and you get the element that she. You get the idea that she has somehow this otherworldly character, in addition to looking the way she looks, which is incredibly cool and dope and sexy action babe. Um, but but in terms of how the the shots are set up, the lighting design is really interesting. I, rem- I remember thinking in Lucifer, 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 there was just that really cool shot of Michael inside the promised bottle episode that we never got that looked really, really neat. Um, so I've been really impressed with a lot of the um, kind of elevated choices that are being made. Um, I think I think the ensemble has always been really strong, but they're finally getting some writing that's allowing them to play a little bit more. So, um, I mean, Lauren German muttering something about a penis tattoo under her breath genuinely took me aback because it was so funny and I was like oh my god oh they let her they let her be funny look <laughs> what happened this is great I was so excited for her and we saw more of that as the season went on just this uh, a new playfulness to some of the characters I mean Lucifer obviously has always been a little bit of the the clown and and things but we got I just uh the this little scene in the fin- was it in the finale or was, I think it was the next to last episode, um, right before Bracelet Bros broke up Mm -hmm. where he and Dan were just sort of like effortlessly and not even thinking about it, sharing custody of the number one dad mug. Like it was a genuine character beat and relationship building moment for them. And I was like, Oh no, Bracelet Bros. Um, So I really, I really like seeing a lot of evolution, both in terms of how our characters grew and became slightly more real people and, um, just stylistically, we had every time I said, Oh, Netflix money, it was because it was a genuinely good shot. The glass in the finale, um, the opening shot of the finale with the smoking gun. And I mean, obviously, guys, the chicken one, the noir, it's the mm-hmm. best thing. It just made me so happy. It was exactly what I needed. I was delighted with every character reveal. The light, you know, not only was it cutting across people's faces the way it's supposed to do in a noir, but when Chloe and Lucifer were standing next to each other and he's much taller, it cut at the perfect diagonal to hit both of their faces. I was just like, yes, 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 this is great. <laughs> Leslie Ann Brandt and Brand in all of her costumes, just a gift to all of us. Um, it's just uh, really, really delightful. And I'm excited to see more if they get to kind of play with little one-off um Episodes like that in the back half of season five. Um, I will say that I was trying to find a non, uh, it never ends well for the chicken favorite episode. And I got to confess, I don't really have one. Maybe maybe the pilot or the pilot, the first episode. Um, I think some of the other episodes, while I very much enjoyed new camera angles, new sound tricks, new character beats and things like that there were still some things where I'm like okay guys mm-hmm. your procedural is so bad <laughs> um, oh come but on really... Chloe uh, winning at <laughs> poker somehow <laughs> that's true you know what uh, successful undercover Chloe was such a delight she I was so proud of her <laughs> she really did it it was great um you know and even in that episode you know Maze, they made a joke about oh well Maze, you're in the sexy you know side piece dress, but it wasn't generic. It was specifically like a seventies disco glitter dress. And I was like, please bring Maze to Los Angeles in the seventies. So she can go to the disco and look like that. I'd watch that show as well. Um, I, I think I'm the only one, but I, when, um, the reveal that God had been cast as an actual actor and was going to be incarnate, I said, oh no, out loud in my living room. So I was sort of, uh, bummed out at the end of the, finale of this part of the show um not because of the actor i love him i i am delighted every time he's on screen there's something about though when a show writes god as a character that i think it simultaneously kind of breaks their mythology and their world building and also makes it too small and compact like if you're going to have god and We've talked a little bit about it being uh, a Judean, Christ- a Judeo-Christian God, but I, we don't. They, they definitely, with all of the interactions with priests and ministers and pastors and churches. I'm going to go ahead and say they're playing in a Christian uh, worldview. And as soon as you make God incarnate, you introduce the problem of, but what about Jesus? And yep. it just, it just kind of breaks everything and and makes it too specific. And oh man, I was super duper bummed out. Um, but I'm so I'm curious to see if they win win me back over. Um, in the casting alone, they've they've really taken a great first step. But um, I hmm. I'm trying Dude, to think a of a good example you. of God casting. Oh, I'm sorry, Latoya. What's your question? Now I
1: wonder how would you feel if the big bad of Part Two were Jesus Christ?
0: <laughs>
2: yes, uh-huh. <laughs> do it. Yes.
0: Well, I have a question. We we know of God like sending someone down to bless someone so that there can be a miracle baby three times, yeah. right? Three times. <laughs> and one is Sarah in the Old Testament mm-hmm. and one is Mary and one is Penelope Decker and i feel like
2: <laughs> they need to deal with that at some point you know just does Jesus. not like chloe at all like that's 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 the idea for season 6 i'm convinced now thank you
4: yeah, like, i just as soon as he's in the show i'm like sir you got to sit down i got some questions just like um uh linda you know with, with where's hitler times a billion lots of questions for God. Um, and I, you know, we were laughing and I said, Oh, as soon as you put God in a show, I'm, I'm immediately distracted. And Marcus said, that's a a weird stance to have Keenan. And, and, but I was thinking about, um, supernatural and even, um, good omens, you know, had a, a narrator who, again, I loved, but again, you've made a choice and you've made a call and, um, I guess at root, it always makes me feel vicariously cheesy and embarrassed because it makes me think about um, the Stephen Schwartz musical children of Eden. And I just want to die inside of embarrassment. <laughs> <Okay>. So yeah. <laughs> but otherwise I really enjoyed this season. I, a much more fun show to watch. It's much more dynamic and interesting. And it was so fun to get to see the really genuinely strong ensemble have stuff that they can really play with and dive into. So, yeah.
0: And, and also Amy Garcia. That's the thing I'm most looking forward to mm-hmm. in, in the second half. It's like, she's so good guys. And you're giving her so little to play. So imagine if you gave yeah. her something good to play, it would be awesome. And not just <laughs> Pete. Um, well, thank you, Keenan, for sharing your thoughts. And uh, yeah, that, that I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll let's end today by doing our Jesus fantasy casting. So everyone, you you have some warning. You know, you can start thinking about it, letting it percolate. Uh, Marcus, I'm going to throw over to you next, and we already have the answer in the comments. But I'm going to hold on to that, listeners. We have the correct answer; it's in the comments. We'll come back to it. Marcus, no spoilers for our listeners at home. Uh, what did you think of this half season?
5: Um, I thought it was a uh, pretty good. It's hard to judge because it's only half of their planned season. So Mm -hmm. you didn't get the big finale moment. Um, I think it started stronger than it ended. Like that the end, they made a few decisions over the last few episodes, which are questionable or just bad in terms of Jed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm hoping that the, they uh, fix that in the, next half and that was just like a little blip over the course of 16 episodes and not the downward trend when I was thinking about favorite episode I was pretty sure everyone was going to be saying it never ends well for the chicken so I was going to say really sad devil guy but then everyone also said that too so (laughs) Mm -hmm. a little lost that one but one of the things I really liked about uh really sad devil guy was the dual nature of chasing the killer from earth and from hell and just the interaction between the two like when the dead body gets possessed by the demon and starts talking to chloe i thought was really inventive and fun
0: shout out to the makeup artist right
5: yeah i really enjoyed that one i think detective amenadiel was also a pretty fun one um i also noticed uh over these eight episodes we only had uh Lucifer and Chloe like working to solve a case like three episodes over the whole season which is strange it's like we get like Chloe and Maze or Chloe and Amenadiel or Lucifer and Jack hmm. kind of thing so it's kind of playing with the usual uh devil and a cop kind of dynamic so some of those ones were fun and I Kind of wish we could see some more of them, but I'm not sure how often that's going to happen. I think, well, I was going to say my favorite character, but I would also expand it to my favorite performance, would be Lauren German, just to include her performance as Jack Hmm. in the noir episode. Um, Yeah. Just, I think no character has benefited more from going to Netflix than Chloe. They're giving her a lot more to do, and not the dumb, bland stuff. But
0: (laughs) not the getting engaged uh, for no reason, and you know, yeah, uh huh.
5: Just also, I think it also coincides with her getting in the know on uh, with about Lucifer that it just opens up so much more, and she's doing a lot of questions on it that. We got a little bit when Linda found out, but not a lot. So all of the questions about what is that a thing in regards to like a minute deals, uh, slowing time and things like that. And just her curiosity and bewilderment about mm-hmm. it. And I think now I want to have uh Trixie find out.
0: Yeah. Just... I'm curious about that.
5: Cause it's like, Trixie and uh, Ella are basically the only two left. So,
0: see, I saw people talking about this online. I'm curious what you guys think. Because um, my initial thing was like, I want Ella to find out and like just immediately be okay with it and have it just like make sense and click in and her to her to be the, the character who doesn't get the traumatized reaction. But then I saw people talking about, no, what if what if Trixie is like the one who is like, well, yeah, obviously we we've known this since like, since the way she met him was well, he devilized that bully at her school. So like this idea that she like had, so she actually saw what he did and has known this whole time and just assumed everybody else did too. I, I kind of love that idea as well.
5: Yeah. I think she'd be the character to do it. Like she also saw uh maze's demon face.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So she already has some. So she, <laughs> I think that would be a very fun way to go. I'm just hoping that we all actually see her, because <laughs> it's, it's true. Like she's hardly in it anymore, and it's rather sad.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, any any things you're hoping for next half uh, the season?
5: Um, I'm hoping that they'll uh, keep things uh, good and not have any of the mo- more of those missteps. I'd also add what I what I wanted to see. From after season four, which is like more Eve stuff, I like. I feel like she needs to make an appearance this season, especially like it might help Maze out a bit because Maze is obviously really struggling. So, other than that, yeah, I don't know, just more fun stuff. I think like the they originally had like ten episodes and then they expanded it before giving it even another season. And I feel like they used those extra episodes like i'm pretty sure if they would have kept it short we would not have gotten noir episode kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i appreciate that part of this season
0: yeah i feel like i'm liking the 18 like the or the 16 episode pacing um but if we could watch it all at once you know what i mean (laughs) So we'll see. I'm still, you know, like, like most people have said, I am also withholding judgment and not, just not sure how exactly I feel about the season quite yet, but I am, I have been enjoying it so far. It'll be interesting to see. I, I would assume that the, like the noir episode and then the, the karaoke episode, right. Maybe we wouldn't have gotten those if they hadn't expanded it um, or just, you know, but then again, maybe we wouldn't have gotten blue balls if they had expanded it. It hadn't expanded it. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyways. No, we definitely still get Blue Balls. That would still happen. Blue Balls is eternal. Blue <laughs> Balls is life. Team Blue Balls, Team Pete, Team Jed. I'm just, I'm turning it around now. I'm in on the no. bit with Noel now. Yeah, no.
0: Yes. No, just don't you dare say hashtag Team Cherry Jane. As long as we're hashtag all agreed on the team. <laughs> no! What, what have I done? I can't even say I mean- it. Can't, write oh. just the... Uh- it's the Winona Earp frog thing
5: a lot of important things happened in it too right so it's like they couldn't yeah. just skip that episode
2: right no they do too much stuff in it
0: Yeah. Anyways, let's all forget let's forget that happened. Just like the proposal, right? And the whole like bland thing. Let's just forget it. So just move on to our next uh to our, our next chunk of the season and we'll see what, what happens next. Well thank you, Marcus, for sharing your thoughts on, on the season. And last up we have Vince. So Vince, what did what it I mean, what did you think? Season five point oh. Shame on you. Listeners, Allison has changed her name to all caps number one Cherry Jane Shipper. Why? <laughs> Just, just not cool. Not cool. Sorry, really? Vince.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I, I like the epi- uh, the season or well, half half of um, half of the season that we get uh, got up until here, and um, yeah, a lot of lot of things I wanted to say uh, were already mentioned. So my favorite character is also Chloe. Um and my favorite episode is um uh, Guy, but that's only because I'm not a big noir fan. Mm. And um yeah, um fuck Pete, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and um yeah, what that. So um a thing that um kind of um yeah bumped me out a little um this um season were that the cases of the week were so weak. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um because I don't know, um, they do spend a lot of time on them. So when they when they are very much hit hit or miss, or in this case mostly missed, um, like it feels like a like a wasted opportunity, like time we could have spent with with the characters um, or with the yeah like B plots, which uh, me um, or yeah other people as well I, I suppose are more interested in. And yeah, you know, what else? Um so the 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 thing with Chloe and um her wanting to say Lucifer um yeah um tell her that, that he loves her too. Um I think it's um I think it's pretty understandable in this special case um because um his his powers changed around that time too. So um her insecurity I think um stems mostly from that. Um, like it wouldn't have been that big of a deal um, um, if um, if you hadn't like lost his mojo and then regained it, and um, if you also had regained his invulnerability, oh, one two invulnerability, jeez, and
0: <laughs>
1: it's all <laughs> <Sorry>. good.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so I think that uh, that's kind of a major point um, because what does that mean? I mean. We as, a, as an audience we don't know what uh, what it does mean uh, what it means um, and Lucifer uh, doesn't know it either um, so but I think it's probably um, probably something we will find out um, yeah so the whole Michael thing I think we did spend a little I mean I'm 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 not a big fan of the whole uh, like bad twin evil twin trope but um, I I still thought we we spent too little uh, time with him in this uh, season um to really get an idea of um what he was up to why he was doing this um I mean we we do have a, have a, a small idea why he, he did it because everyone was picking on him um, well, but it's yeah. just because
0: he's a dick. Also, he got shitty powers, right? Like, I'm sure they match his personality very nicely. But you know, in a nature nurture situation, if what you bring out and everybody looks at you, what they see is their fears. That's gonna make it hard to, you know, have good friends. Yeah, he
1: was kind of screwed
0: from from angel birth. Thanks a lot, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah.
6: So yeah, boohoo. He picked the short straw. Happens. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's true. It's all you respond to it. You you don't have to be an asshole, right? You don't have to like steer into the Richard the Third thing, you know? Yeah.
6: Yeah. So I don't know. That kind of sums it up. Mm -hmm. the other uh, you guys already um, said so much about that, so I don't have that much to add. One more, uh, one more thing. Um, Obviously, I'm a sucker for for relationship drama or relationship scenes in general. And the whole shipping thing. Because my favorite scene was uh, the morning after they had they had sex for the first time. Because mm. they were so cute together. <laughs> I could have yeah. watched that for another five minutes or so. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. it's so great when a show... They have their OTP or whatever. And they spend forever keeping them apart. And they finally get them together. And it actually gains momentum for the show. Like, that's what shows should do, that's what should happen, is that you are actually even more on board once they are together. And a lot of shows bungle that part of it or like they spend all of their energy on figuring out how to keep them apart and like pining and all that. And then they get them together and they, the writers don't have any ideas. The performances become more flat. Uh, so having them be so cute together and like when they're at the crime scene, being all cutesy before, you know, we meet DJ Colonel, um, or, or just like watching them be happy together is really lovely. And so, so far at least, while yes, we've got some angst by the end of the mid season, um, they they're just as if not more shippable when they are together than when they're apart. And I think that's a sign of good characterization and the correct priorities from the writer's room.
6: I wonder if, um, Lucifer saying it back, um, somehow related to whatever Michael's plan is, because they, they, they built that scene up. He was like, um, was like mumbling and he didn't quite know how to say it and then suddenly time stopped and i wonder if that had something to do with that also um, Yeah, maybe there's and, some other
0: prophecy or something
6: yeah maybe who knows and um yeah but we are we are all, only had like two episodes with them together so we mm-hmm. will see how that uh, how that um what what will come from, um, of that
0: yeah Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well in the second half, assuming everything, you know, and our cliffhanger resolves all right. Uh, But yeah, Uh, anything you are particularly excited for in the second half or is it also just karaoke?
6: (laughs) Um, I'm looking forward to the uh, karaoke episode um, because like musical episodes are, uh, yeah, it's not really a musical episode, but it's a karaoke episode. But um, those, those things usually are a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I'm mostly um excited for for Lucifer and chloe finally having having that talk and um why why it was so hard for Lucifer to just say it back, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts uh, and uh, joining al- along with us this season, Vince. Um, yeah, the I saw something with Amy Garcia, you know, was interviewed somewhere talking about the musical and talking about, like, how cool it was to have, like, all the background dancers. And she was like, this is my Beyonce moment. It was so cool. And I was like, wait, wait, Amy Garcia has anything that characterize like she could characterize as a beyonce moment i'm even more excited because <laughs> that means ella gets a song or at least some like a dance break which makes sense because amy Garcia is a dancer but um but yeah now i'm even more excited about that
1: i just saw something in an interview like right now with tom ellis talking about the episode and while not saying the song he did say that they did a musical number set to a certain band And, like, where that set was was located. So now I'm, like, really excited about this even more. Uh, Yeah. They're going all out for this episode, it seems.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, we'll see uh, whenever they – because now I want to go find that interview, but I actually don't because who knows when we're going to actually get the second half of the season. So if we were going to get the second half of the season in, like, a month, then I would be reading all of the interviews. But because it might be in 2021 – Yeah, in a separate
1: interview I saw earlier, he was
0: saying either around
1: Christmas time or like early 2021.
0: Okay. Okay. So like, cool back down is what I'm hearing. Uh, oh, Vince says all the small things about Dan's penis because Lucifer can't help picking on Dan. Well, I think they need, they are well, well overdue some love for these small endowed people out there. Uh, they have, they have some ground to make up on this show. So if there's something that they can do with around that and actually have it be really affirming and awesome, then that would be great. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So we're going to end today by doing some, some fan casting, some brainstorming here. Uh, and the the trouble is that Vince has the correct answer, and he thought of it immediately. Uh, but who should play Jesus? Vince votes for John Cho.
2: So I have just so many names. I came up with like 11 names. Okay. Um, so yes, John Cho. Uh, we'll get him out of the way. Like, fancasting 101. Rosario Dawson, fancasting 101. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Maz Jobrani, I think would be great. Um, Benjamin Bratt, really good. Um, Wentworth Miller, obviously, sure. Um, Freddie Prince Jr., obviously. Um, Eddie Gathagy, I think would also be really good on this show as Jesus, um, but like top choices. Um, Sarah Shahi. Okay, yeah, um, that's very good. Tala Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, John Caviezel, just for the meta-ness of it all. Yeah. Um, if he's in,
0: like, one scene, then, like, yeah, stunt cast it. Like, uh, what, what we do in the shadows, yeah.
2: And then, um, I'm gonna just steal Allison Slender here, and guest actor and beloved member of the fan cast, John Leguizamo, should obviously play Jesus.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Well, or do you go with John Turturro? Right, because no. I feel like, no, that's too no. on the nose? <laughs> it's, a
2: little, it's a little too on the nose, I think. No, okay. like, nope. No. No. Okay, no. fair enough. Fair enough. I can take it I, out. Did I say everyone? I think I said everyone. Did I mention Freddie Prinze Jr.? You did. <laughs> you did. These
1: okay. are yeah. good choices. I'm just gonna add because your list is so long. I'll add uh, I'll throw Pedro Pascal's name into the, the yes. list with Jesus'. Excellent yeah, choice. That's a good but only
2: while he's wearing a helmet.
0: No. No. <laughs> Don't deny us that pretty face again and all, you know, the acting. Baby Yoda should play Jesus.
2: Yeah. Done. Good watch. We're done. <laughs>
0: Allison, do you have any thoughts on this?
3: Yes. Uh, lots of good choices put forth, um, including, obviously, John <laughs> uh, uh, But I want to suggest, too, uh, India Moore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That glow. Uh, yeah. And Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Very I nice. Like that
2: idea, actually, a lot. He,
3: he beams beatifically already. There's something about him that just yeah.
2: exudes yeah. goodness. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea a lot. Oh, that's really
0: good. Marcus says, does everyone want to get mad? It never ends well for the chicken is currently the lowest rated episode of the series on IMDb. On IMDb. I'm I'm yeah. IMDb ratings Fuck don't IMDb. count. We don't listen to IMDb. Obviously, we know better than to put any stock in IMDb ratings. And yet it still is frustrating. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> get it's... Get of those like they did the forums, honestly.
3: I yeah. agree, but I do think it's interesting because when something like that happens it's usually the, usually the result of some sort of coordinated effort right yeah. like mm-hmm. people will be like we have to show them that we mean business about how our fandom which sucks because we think we're in charge of the thing we watch so let's make sure they know we don't want more episodes like this one and then they just it's just or like no lady ghostbusters and then they just you know or it's the same kind of people who thought that off the record was a bad episode because they didn't oh, get totally. it right or and then the flip side of that is of course um people who immediately give things tens, like for a while, I'm very, it's the, the two ridiculous, meaningless things that fascinate me related to TV on the internet. That's not true. There are many, but two in particular, one coordinated IMDB ratings bombs and two um, people who bet on the identity of the next doctor. Uh, I just, and all of the predictions and like the ratings and all of that, like I just, all the numbers of who's going to be the next doctor i love um it makes me so happy uh and for a while with arrow there was this group of people who every time an episode of arrow got listed on imdb and the voting became available which was usually at least a few hours before it aired um, it would just be all tens there would be like 150 people had rated that episode of arrow at 10 of 10 and it just like to what end i'm sorry obviously this is a niche interest but i do not (laughs) understand it and i find it so fascinating like why what do you think voting whatever random episode of arrow as a 10 on imdb is going to do the only person who's looking is me and it's because i don't understand
5: Uh, (laughs) i just
1: want to read some quotes from the reviews for it never well ends well for the chicken on imdb Oh, oh god Let's see, uh incredibly boring,
2: unnecessary filler. People uh, don't understand what filler means. Like they don't understand what a bottle episode is anymore. Even parents, <laughs> even when
1: promoting it, it's like best filler ever. No, no, child. No, it's not uh worst episode of all seasons. This episode was just boring. It went very slow when it had unnecessary scenes. For those who came here to check whether they watched the episode or not, don't, it's just filler. Yeah. It's uh you can skip this one. It's boring and a totally different story.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh,
2: also, you know what you should do
3: recommend should, my book uh, you should
2: you should send copies of your book to all of these people maybe i oh,
0: should well they should pay
2: for your book yeah, but they yes. really should pay yeah you make them
1: pay I mean, unnecessary <laughs> boring i love the series and grateful for a new season but why would you put a filler episode when you release just eight i'm also gonna upload uh, yeah. my reviews if you guys need help understanding yeah. what's
3: happening in these episodes of
1: television you should
2: just list you should just drop your reviews as replies to all of those comments
3: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's very like listen I will accept that this is all filler oh god I just saw one that's really upsetting (sighs) oh
1: do you Uh, want it yeah boring going by the reviews we see we don't need to see this episode so I just watched the first 10 minutes of it I'm glad to know it's not important so I'm giving it a miss
0: (laughs) (sighs) that like hurts to hear like why people There are actual
3: filler episodes of television shows that you should absolutely skip Uh, clip shows, unless you just really want to see the weird, I mean, the clip show is mostly dead, but still, if you're watching the golden girls and you arrive at a clip mm -hmm. show, you have a a choice. You could skip it or not. I wouldn't because it's the golden girls, but you could, or, um, behind the scenes specials that air Mm -hmm. before a finale, feel free to skip and Mm -hmm. except for the
1: first prince of bel-air one for the the series finale that one's good
0: okay Okay. let's be honest like every cast um reunion of a reality show if that's not your jam skip yeah i'm specifically thinking
3: of rupaul's drag race in this instance until the reunion starts airing before the finale definitely skip and then even after that debatable vince used to love clip show episodes on jag i like i love a good (laughs) clip show but let's not let's not pretend that it's not filler that it's not filler it is this and this this is not filler this is is not filler this is you know a television show let me yell
1: at your parents again about it not being filler
0: yeah yeah well they didn't see but they didn't think it was filler they Mm. did not care for it anywhere near as much as we did but they wouldn't be like, oh, you should just skip. They'd be like, well, it's more of an exercise in style and aesthetics than it is necessarily a plot and character-based thing. You know, like, but they wouldn't call it filler. <laughs> uh,
3: oh.
1: I don't I don't want to get, like, TV Alita snob on people, but some people need it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. it's just, This is why I go, like, okay, you know what? But having viewers who would look at this episode that we really love and call it filler... Helps contribute to the reason that there is more Lucifer, right? If we cut all those people out of the fandom, maybe we don't have a season four and five. I don't and know. Six.
1: I don't know if they're the same people stumping for Lucifer
0: though. Stumping. I don't know. Well, I think the Stumpin' is a good place for us to pivot because, yes, we have important plugs that we need to do here. Um, Also, let me just acknowledge in the comments, uh, we've broken Keenan a bit here. Keenan's very, very angry about these people. I'm sorry, Keenan. Yeah, Keenan says, the number of people I've seen on Twitter who say that Lucifer gets bad once it hits Netflix. (laughs) See, I've been seeing the opposite, so that's interesting. Yeah. Anyways, um, but we we have to we have to get going. It's been a long show, yeah. And uh, but Latoya, thank you so much for joining us for Lucifer. And, and you know, we always like we always enjoy when you can join us. But for every episode and for the wrap up, much appreciated. Uh, where can listeners find you and your work, including your fantastic Lucifer reviews and much more of your dulcet tones in their podcast, you know, devices. <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, of course, you can always find me on Twitter at LaFergs, where I tweet about TV and Mandy Moore and like really (laughs) anything. You never really know what I'm going to tweet about. Uh, And that's part part of the fun. Uh, I currently have a Vampire Diaries rewatch slash first watch podcast, The Ampire Diaries, which you can find on Twitter as well at Amp Diaries Pod. Uh, Get amped. (laughs) Get amped. Thank you. Uh, I will soon be... uh, joining on as the as the host for the angel on top uh rewatch podcast uh so you can find the information about that on my twitter as well uh you can find my writing at the av club and a bunch of other places my reviews for lucifer from like the end of season one on to now they are all there at the av club read them learn something don't don't rate things on imdb uh (laughs) hug a puppy if you see one around you uh the, what's that
0: delightful lovely book i see in the back of your frame
1: oh i wrote a book on women's wrestling no one bought it but if you want to you can <laughs> i bought it
0: <laughs> it's an encyclopedia it's on, of
1: women's wrestling it's on its
0: way along with uh allison's book <laughs> which <laughs> also like i don't know how you guys all, guys all got yours so quickly but mine's still not here yet but anyways Boo. sorry i'm booing the lack of it being there not you for not having it yet <laughs> Uh, but sorry, it's an encyclopedia of women's wrestling is, is that that's the title and yes. it's available at bookshop.org and, and, and lots of other places. Wherever you get your books, mm-hmm. you can get this book. It's at libraries. I know this. I know oh, this. Excellent. Well, Alison, that segues us, segues us nicely to your book, which again, people can find. Uh, you can find
3: How TV Can Make You Smarter at bookshop.org or many other places where you can buy books. Um I, I I like Women and Children First in Chicago, but there are lots of great bookstores. Um, also, you can find me on Twitter. I don't know. There was a whole thing I was going to say, and it flew right out. I don't know, guys. I'm really tired. Um, get my book on the internet.
0: well that'll wrap up our conversation about Lucifer next here at Streaming Place tomorrow starting tomorrow we will be beginning our journey with the Legend of Korra so we're going to be doing two episodes a day of Legend of Korra it is currently available streaming on Netflix Um, so next week uh, so tomorrow we will be back not next week tomorrow we'll be back with the first two episodes of book one air which are um, Welcome to Republic City and A Leaf in the Wind so Nolan, I have seen this. Allison, you have not. Any thoughts?
3: Um, well, I assume that Aang is dead. That's my prediction.
0: Well, there it's a show about a new avatar, and it's hard for that to exist without, so let's just give you a call it right now. It's a really
3: hot take. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I get. let me say, but, but,
3: I'm gonna guess that we will not see any of the characters from Avatar the Last Airbender in this first episode. That's my question.
0: Okay. okay, fair enough. Vin says, Buffy managed to get around that uh, on a, a couple of occasions on technicality. Uh, Marcus says, I can watch it through a Nick TV channel on Amazon, but it only lists two seasons, but still 52 episodes. That's weird. Um, so in the US at least, uh, and the standard you know breakdown is 12 episodes in book one, 14 in two, 13, 13 in... Uh, season 3 and Season 4. Uh, originally, it was just going to be one season, and then... Ah, it we'll get into t- that. We'll get into all that. So that might be why it's listed as two seasons, because of, like, the original plan, and then all the other ones booked together somehow. But Season 1 is only supposed to be 12. So we'll talk about more about that tomorrow, I am sure. But for now, thank you again to LaToya. Thank you to Keenan and Vince and Marcus for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye! 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 Farewell.